Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Wild Wild West. In the year 1999, the turn of the Willennium was nigh. Yeah, um, I worked in the Warner Brothers studio store around this time, so... The theme song for Wild Wild West just got hammered into my head, along with the Goo Goo Dolls, Iris, the Bare Naked Ladies, One Week, uh, Madonna's Beautiful Stranger. Just It was an hour and a half video, so mm. I just hear it like every other moment. Those are all bona fide classics as far as I'm concerned as a 90s kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stand up for Iris. I, I will go straight up with that. I, I was just like... Yeah, I was playing in bands at that time, so that one came across as like especially lame, right? Mm. But um, oh man, the swag! I had so much merchandise I could have bought for Wild Wild West, <laughs> and probably well, I didn't. I assume that's all in the landfill now. Yeah, <laughs> I could I could have bought like diecast metal spiders. The metal spider is pretty cool. We'll get yeah, to that later. we but... had I, we had models of that. I remember. Okay, um, lots of t-shirts. They weren't they weren't. This isn't a good t-shirt movie. No. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to t-shirt of? Just Will Smith in a cowboy hat? Some transphobia? Mm. Some ableist jokes? <laughs> you throw him in the, the water tower at the beginning. Butt naked. I got a t-shirt of just butt naked Will Smith in a water tank. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm picturing it not like in this film, but he's like in the tube like a clone, like Mewtwo. Just Will Smith oh, oh sorry. I had like more of like a zen moment. Like, <laughs> the Smith in you know, tubes. <laughs> yeah, all, all revealed for you to see. Hi, it's Matt. It's Luke. It's a sci-fi sanctuary. We've just been soaking in our bath butt naked. Yep, that's right, because that's how we roll. And now I'm just soaking my own sweat because it's the middle of summer. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally just come out of the onsen and I'm already sweating all through my yeah. clothes. But, uh, yeah, Wild Wild West, it's it's weird. I, people remember it, but it's also kind of forgotten, I think. So, you know how we watch, sometimes you come back to a film like this, and it's like, Oh, it has this reputation as being like a terrible flop and it's this awful film. But actually, it's pretty fun and it, it doesn't deserve that. I saw... This isn't one of them. This is a real piece of shit film. <laughs> 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 there were, I remember kind of having a, finding it weirdly charming when it came out. Maybe because I was up for anything? I don't know. Is this the first... Oh, you were up for anything and this was charming, but Jurassic Park was a disappointment, was it, Matt? Right. <laughs> well, I was 13 when Jurassic Park came out. I was 18 when this came out. I suppose nothing's cool 18. enough when you're 13. Yeah. Um, is this the first time a Will Smith thing wasn't a mega success? Sorry, Jurassic Park was a better movie than this, just to make okay. that clear. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Putting those two statements together, you sound like you have insane opinions. Um, what was... Was this actually a flop, or is it just a movie that people like? kind of like felt 
left a bad taste in her mouth later. I feel like it was not an actual flop. It, it just barely made back its budget. Okay. So with marketing, that makes it floppish. Yep. Because like I said, I was working in the Warren Brothers studio store, and this was like being pushed like a, like a lion. The, uh, it had worked with the Austin Powers sequel quite well, I guess, but with this one, maybe not so well. Yeah, well so it's this thing that always happens, right, where a certain generation grew up thinking cowboys were cool. And then they kept trying to push cowboys on the 80s and 90s generation, but the kids didn't give a shit. Well, also they were trying to just, like, take any IP they had, and they're like, well, yeah. people liked it 30 years ago, they'll probably like it now. Uh, the, the first date I had, uh, first date I took a girl on was, uh, was Maverick with Mel Gibson. <laughs> I mean, who, who needs a Maverick movie? I don't even know what Maverick is. It was a TV show from the 60s about a, a riverboat gambling cowboy. And they're like, with James Garner, I think James Garner's still in the movie in a different role. And they're like, oh, this was this was a hit in the 60s. People love it now. And yeah, it wasn't. Well, we got the 90s Zorro, which actually was I pretty I think decent. they put Jodie Foster in that movie as the ditzy girl. <laughs> <laughs> in Zorro or in Maverick? Maverick. Okay. That uh, actually um, wasn't, was it Selma Hayek or who was in the... No, I don't think it was. No, Zorro was Zeta Jones. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah, but yeah, they're from just now. Now they're doing the thing where they bring back old properties, but they seem to be fight, like landing a bit better. Well, they're taking now. They're capitalizing. They're like, okay, our target demographic is this. What were they watching? Mm. Whereas in the '90s, a lot of it was like, hey, we have rights to the shadow. Let's make the shadow. Right, and right, nobody right. cared because it's the shadow. Wild Wild West. I mean. I didn't know about the TV show till this movie came out. So mm. I thought, oh, now you know about the TV show. That's great, isn't it? So that's what the difference is. Stuff that was popular 30 years ago now has just been bouncing around in the subconscious because of the internet and because of constant nostalgia TV shows and stuff. Whereas maybe in the 90s, stuff that was popular in the 60s stayed in the 60s. Mm. There wasn't like the home video market and the streaming market and the... Right, because I had to rely on UHF. We didn't yeah. have cable, right? So I didn't see the Wild Wild West. Is it Wild Wild? There's no, no the, the TV show is the, the Wild West. The film wild, is not. Wild West, the. The TV show is the Wild Wild West. The film wild, is wild, West, wild Wild comma, West, comma, the. Yeah. Okay. Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West, comma, the. <laughs> <laughs> is that what's missing from this movie? The article? Yeah. Or is there something else? Well, that's because what they would do now is we'd get the sequel, The Wild Wild West. And then we'd get Wilder Wilder West. <laughs> <laughs> then Billy Wilder West. But what's missing is um, someone who has an actual chemistry of Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Klein... Well, we'll talk actors a little more soon, yeah. but... But yeah, I think that's... Because um, I remember hearing this as a review, like, around the time, I think, or shortly after. That the problem was, Man in Black worked really well because it was Will Smith alongside Tommy Lee Jones, who's, like, the driest straight man of cinema right it was even jones smith on the poster yeah whereas this film is will smith with a guy who's trying to be even more wacky <laughs> so it's like i guess will smith is the straight man in this one <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't work. um you want to give us a story you want to tell us the tale of the wild wild west i will indeed
Will now, you be rapping this time around? You interrupted me as I was about to say, now this is a story all about how, but I haven't written the rest of it as a rap now. <laughs> <laughs> Jim West and Optimus Gordon are a rootin' tootin' cowboy and a crackpot inventor, working to hunt down Civil War criminal Bloodbath McGrath. Under the orders of Ulysses S. Grant, they track McGrath to a secret hoedown, where they learn he is working for Arliss Loveless, a mad scientist who wants the South to rise again. The lawmen pursue Loveless, but he boards his giant mechanical spider, kidnaps the president, and tries to start a new nation. Through Da Vincian flying machines, cross-dressing, punch-ups, and sharpshooting, the sheriffs around these parts do some justice and become the first two agents of the newly created Secret Service. It's late June 2022 as we record this. July 5th, I guess, if you're listening to this right when we post it. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and we have to talk about Will Smith. <laughs> it's, it's the year oh, where we have oh, to... Oh, he slapped a bloke. Oh, what just, a traumatic incident we all have to see. I'm just Shut saying up. it's the elephant we have to talk about. Is yeah. it? Who gets, the elephant is Will Smith with his big ears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I, what a manufactured thing we were supposed to care about. Yeah, I didn't care. I thought I was like, "Hey, that happened at the Oscars. That's amazing." Like, I more stand-up comedians need to get slapped in the face for what they say. (laughs) (laughs) It was a bad joke. Face to face with a man insult his wife's fucking disease. (laughs) Yeah, you get slapped for stuff like that. That's life. And you got all these fucking TV people being like, "Oh, it's so shocking. I had to see that. I I haven't been able to sleep for a week. Oh, it's traumatic." My main question is, what if it had been a good joke? Mm. It was a pretty bad joke. Improvised, mm-hmm. apparently, not in the script. So don't improvise on national television? Maybe that's the... Not if you're not funny. Okay. <laughs> well, he's funny sometimes. Yeah, he's one of I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that Will Smith was, you know, right to do it or whatever. I'm just saying, who gives a shit? Well, here's where I'm giving a shit. Watching this movie, I thought several times, I wonder if this would be better if it were Chris Rock in the role. Nah. <laughs> I just felt like the little he's a, a little extra cheekiness might have been. I guess he wouldn't have seemed more like like he can't throw a punch, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, he would have delivered the snark better, maybe. I get this is this is a step towards Will Smith, the sort of more serious action guy, mm. away from the pure. Although, as we just learned, this is the year after Enemy of the State. Yeah. Talked about that. I don't know if it's July 4th or not. If, if, if so, oops. But here we are. <laughs> but yeah, this is Will Smith just... He's still fast-talking Will Smith, but he's not a complete comedy character. He is buff and kicking ass in this one. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I've He was kicking ass in ID4, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was more of a funny guy. Mm. Okay. Um, and like I, Men in Black, yeah, he kicks ass, but mostly he just cracks wise. Okay, so we got... Him, and then we got Kevin Klein as Artemis being extra right. wacky, right? Am I but, supposed to... Did he have a career? Uh, well, I, Oh, sure. What else has he done? Uh, he was the president in Dave, A Fish Called Wanda. He was in that. Okay, um, so he... Yeah, but this... I guess this was meant to be the thing that made him big. 
Yeah, he was kind. Of, he, he was kind of a um, dramedy leading right. man at this point, and, and very successful as a dramedy leading man uh, as action star. No way. But yeah, but no, but he hadn't really been a list up to now. In the few, I, th- those films are not a list films, Matthew. Dave was quite in the states. It was very successful. Maybe it was a presidential sort of. You know, he he was fil- he was uh, the doppelganger for the president, so. Mm. It maybe didn't play so well in the UK, but that was actually a very su- successful movie. Um, in the '90s, it, it actually did make sense to have Kevin Klein on your marquee. Um, it, it, yeah, that's my whole point. It kind of sounds weird Box now. Office, Ninety-two million, so. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly successful films, right? Just they, you know, didn't have giant explosions. Right. But yeah, he is kind of a weird choice. But I was thinking, like Jeff Goldblum, to a, you said. Will Smith is a fine guy in ID Four, right? And Jeff Goldblum's kind of outwhacking him a bit. Well, that what works so well about ID Four is that they bounce off each other so well. Mm. Whereas here, they're they just competing? don't work together. <laughs> I like mean, they're not. They don't match. They feel like they feel like they're in two different films from two different eras. Yeah, doing different bits. <laughs> and like one of them will be doing one comedy bit while another one does another comedy bit, and they just don't interact. <laughs> <laughs> Like they just don't work very well together, I don't think. Mm. So, I, I guess that's the case. Plus, the funniest joke this film thinks it has is, a man is dressed as a woman. Yeah, I guess that's the case. That, that, <laughs> that, that did not date well, so... Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it did make some interest. We should pull this out. But, um... Else? So, Ke- so, Kevin Klein's like basically, like, new to you. You're like, where this guy comes from? Oh, yeah, from? I, I think I'm pretty sure... I may have seen him in other stuff, but I only really know him from this. Sorry, it sounded accusatory. I didn't mean to sound like, oh, oh, so he's just some dude, you, because kind of, that's, like, I mean, yeah, it's, he is. It's, it's kind of surprising for me to be now, like, yeah, he kind of is just some dude at this point. But yeah. he actually was kind of, like, notable when when this happened. It, it made sense. But the way the way he is positioned in this film is as if he is meant to be, like, an equally big, like a Tommy Lee Jones, alongside a Will Smith. Yeah, he's, and he he's just, he a is. Tommy Lee Jones. Like, he would... If Kenneth Branagh was not the villain, Kevin Klein actually would have filled that role pretty well. I think. Mm. He could have been Loveless. Right. He would have fit that way. So, yeah, it's just like, I think they had two... What if Kenneth Branagh was the madcap inventor? But yeah, he's done no. a lot of stuff, but he hasn't... None of it is, like, fucking huge. Yeah, well, he didn't do the blockbuster. He did mm. the... the, the the movies that got good reviews and made enough money to not feel stupid. Yeah, but that, that's not what the A-list means. Yeah. The A-list is like you can sell a movie on this guy's name. Okay. He was never that. Unless it was a dramedy. Yeah, yeah, you can sell it to like some people. <laughs> you can't sell it as the big summer release, you know? Yeah. Um, Kenneth Branagh, this, is this his first villain turn? I think before this he was basically directing himself in Shakespeare. Yeah, I was actually, I'm, when I went back to it, surprised to see Kevin Branner in, uh, Kenneth Branagh in a film like this this early. Yeah, because now he's considered to be, like, kind of your, like, go-to villain sort of dude, you know? No, now he's, like, he's done, um, he, like, di- appeared in Harry Potter, he directed Thor, <laughs> does all kinds of stuff. He's been Poirot. <laughs> uh, Tenet, that's where he just like kicked Tenet, ass yeah, as the villain. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. in retrospect, I'm like, ah, yeah, I didn't like Tenet that much, but he was a fucking great villain in that movie. Yeah. So, um, Tenet's still being good, just like in the, uh, I think when we did the podcast, I was like, where is this fit in the, in the Nolan stream? And I'm like, okay, no, yeah, it's, it's not at the top. Definitely B team Nolan. 
Uh, who played the president? Grant. Uh, Klein. What? He, oh, was he? Yeah, dual role. Oh, he was doing well, the whole What a fucking time. insane decision. Yeah, that is. Okay. <laughs> also, just... To me, like, watching it... Like, now I'm thinking this is like... When you put... If you were to make a movie that had Trump, right? Mm. And he was, like, a little derpy, but still kind of, like, had a gravitas and it would feel weird. That's basically mm. what doing Grant this way is. Because he was a hot mess of a president. Oh, yeah? He was... I, I think he's basically considered the shittiest one previous to Trump. <laughs> oh. yeah, I, I know nothing about Ulysses S. Grant. He, he was a, he's got a cool-ass name. He does have a cool name. Uh, he was a war hero, right? Civil yeah. War. Um, uh, well, Johnson was the president after Lincoln, and I, I, there's a very good argument for him being shittier. It's quite, sort of like he had better intentions, he was just really bad at the job, whereas Grant was just super drunk and didn't huh. give a fuck. <laughs> so he basically got elected because of his war record. Yeah. I see. And then he was known for having, like, the most corrupted administration, like, ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, even in 1999, presenting him in a reasonably decent light feels weird. No, no, this movie came out, like, two years after I had, like, my AP government class, so I guess I read that book about all the presidents, like, relatively recently, and I see. was aware just how crap he was. But may maybe mm -hmm. the maybe Joe Schmo watching this movie... I was going to say, like, definitely Joe Schmo outside of America didn't know or give a shit. But America the, Joe Schmo should know, though. They went to American history class. Yeah, but I don't know every you British don't prime like, minister. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you, if, if you know I guess our country actually has some history, so yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, you know, Disraeli or something, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Grant, shitty president, seems. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's not like he does a lot in this film other than get captured, so <laughs> <laughs> they hardly make him out to be some hero. It's mainly the fact that he was a war hero is what mm. is brought up. We all had the hots for Selma Hayek in the late 90s. Yeah, I get it. Okay. <laughs> this helped. It's, it, this has that very 90s thing of trying to tell you she's not just a damsel in distress. But, then but she all is. she ever does is be a damsel in distress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, every 90s Bond movie is like, oh, and this one, the Bond girl is just as kick-ass as Bond is. And she still gets tied up and kidnapped at the end and has to be rescued. <laughs> right, which is where we are here. Yeah. Um, Anything else else you want to get into about the actors? I mean, there's there's Bloodbath, who's played by some guy. Yep, um, just hamming it up ridiculously. Now, I'm from the Confederate state of Georgia, where we have a mountain with fucking generals carved in stone on the side and battlefields you can visit. And I wonder when I saw this movie if that made it feel like as horribly everything phobic it is in other ways. Just like I'm used to this sort of dumb shit. 
Maybe. I'm kind of annoyed you've done that because I was planning to start a segment being like, so Matt, as a good Southern boy, are you annoyed at how black and white this presents the Civil War? <laughs> no, that's the first thing I saw when I saw this movie, isn't it? I mean, you grow up at, uh, you grow up 10 miles from Stone Mountain, Georgia and spend time camping at Chickama Battlefield, you know, and then you're like, well, well, gee, they are, you know, kind of like... I think the the big Civil War film I'd seen before this was Glory. Have you seen Glory? No. Great film. Recommend it. It's where Denzel Washington kind of made his... Uh, okay. I mean, it's a legit good movie. It's about the um, the Black Regiment from the from the um, the Union, right? Okay. Um, the, yeah, but but that was it. So it's like, oh well, now I don't have to watch this like well made but kind of depressing movie about this stuff, but can just see like some insane romp about it. And I think in when I was, you know, in 1999, I'm 20 years old, and it was weirdly charming, mm. which made me not quite hate this movie as much as it probably should be hated on. Because the problem I have with that aspect of this film is it does that thing which American cinema loves to do, which is say, like, you know, racism's a thing that happened in the past, but now it's over. But it tries to suggest that racism just ended at the end of the Civil War. Well, keep in mind, that's my perspective. This is in 1999, yeah. Francis Fukuyama, the end of history, right? Yeah, so oh, it's yeah. Like, okay, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. good now. Yeah. So now we can just sit back and watch the Wild Wild West. Excuse me, Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly why it's like that. Mm. But it's because it, it sort of like tries to have its cake and eat it. So it has the bad guy being pretty racist. Mm. And it has a bit where like. Um, Fucking Gordon tries to cause a distraction by getting them to lynch Will Smith. <laughs> but then it, it treats it like that's all just silly fun and games. But now look, he joined Secret Service, so it's fine. He's respected. Yeah. And it's like, um, there's a Samuel Jackson quote around the time 12 Years a Slave came out. And like Samuel Jackson was complaining about these kind of films because they love presenting it as slavery. As, uh, racism is something that only happened in the past. Mm. And he thinks it's like it's a problem that they do that to avoid making films about racism that exists now. You seen Django Unchained? Yeah. I kind of feel like in my mind that movie kind of like, like until I watched this last night, like that mm. movie just kind of kicked this one out of like that part yeah. of my memory. Yeah, but at least that movie is like angry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like, I feel like that's the good version yeah, of yeah, what yeah. this movie, uh, n minus the sci-fi, which is why we're doing Wild Wild West and not Django Unchained. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've heard that even Django Unchained, like, if you watch the real Django's, it's nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are, the, the, there's, yeah. Because didn't got, they do one more with, like, the original actor after Django Unchained? Mm. And then if you have some one, some real fun, is it Walk and Taw, which is the, uh, kind of the same thing, but with, like, um, like, like First Nation people. Okay. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Uh, Billy Jack, yeah, there's a lot. 70s exploitation is fantastic. The, the <laughs> problem with a lot of those films is that it's, you know, it's like 75% sheer boredom and 25% awesome as hell. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's why, you know, in oral hygiene, that's why we latch upon the ones when it's like actually manages to be awesome for 80% or more. Right. <laughs> yeah, this film. But then, it ha well, the reason it hasn't aged well is because you meant to have the scene where it's like, Oh, Loveless is giving him racism, but Will Smith's giving it right back by being really fucking offensive about his disability. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no dick. Yeah, it's called Loveless because he's a guy with no dick. <laughs> well, he always had that name, though. Yeah, I know, but that's why the film named him that. Oh, right, right. <laughs> no, I get he's what you're saying. He's not a real guy, Matt. This isn't a documentary. I'm We're not watching Apollo 13 now. <laughs> 
So it's yeah, just. So I think actually I read that they got all their science right about the giant robot spider that kidnapped <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> I don't remember hearing any of it. It's inaccurate. <laughs> I think they got the golden spike incorrectly the first time. <laughs> Hell, might have taken twice. I don't know, but yeah, I don't think they had to deal with the giant spider after that. Um, <laughs> it's just a weird part, I guess, when. Probably the wrong people were like, oh, we're past that, so we can have a little fun at it. Mm. And it didn't take too many years later to be like, no, some people still have really bad thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, there, there is a way to do that, right? To have like your villain is a racist and that's a character you laugh at. Mm. And that's dumb. I don't think this film did it very well. Could you have made well, this you know, movie? We're two fucking white guys. What do we know? Could you have made this movie five minutes? Uh, five minutes. Five years earlier, or five years later? It's like it could have only been made in this little particular like juncture of time. Well, I almost. think yeah, because part of what makes it work is that at this stage in time, Will Smith is the biggest fucking actor on earth. <laughs> so like the idea that anyone could hate Will Smith seems ridiculous to the audience because he's Will fucking Smith. Yeah. Uh, no. Whereas I this is the film that ended that. <laughs> I had almost forgotten but we do actually have like the same director as men in black here yes yeah, yeah like, it was like this kind of him and will were like let's do our next thing basically remembered i actually have notes for us i should pull it out um they cut the n-word nicely this ain't a tarantino flick see that's a good <laughs> note that's worth knowing um but yeah this kind of was like it was kind of presented as sort of the sequel to you know, Men in Black in a weird way. Until yeah, they're like, yeah, no, yeah. we actually have, need to make Men in Black 2 if we want a sequel. Right. Because they, you know, they mind-wiped Tommy. So mm -hmm. they kind of, I mean, obviously, well, we'll get to Men in Black 2 where they kind of like, oh, crap, we have to like undo that, don't we? Mm -hmm. But, uh, which kind of takes away from that particular film. But this, this was like, okay, we can do it again. We'll, we'll flip. I Hell, wonder what, if, if what he if, hadn't been doing Batman if it just would have been Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, as well, say, what if they had just put Tommy, no, there's no Batman this when was Forever? That was 94, I think. Oh, okay. He was, he was available. Well, maybe he was doing something, but it wasn't that. Because so. imagine if Tommy Lee Jones had shown up and they'd done it where, like, Tommy Lee Jones went full Batman Forever wacky and Will Smith played it really dry. That could have actually been kind of fun. Yeah, that could have been cool. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like the, the, the Cumberbatch Sherlock did the, okay, we'll make one, like, actual proper time period, you know? Hmm. Kind of that sort of thing. They could take yeah. them, giving that vibe to Wild Wild West, where it's like, hey, yeah, you're basically getting agents J and well, K it'd just, again. Well, it'd, um, it'd be the equivalent of today's the Cornetto trilogy, right? Same director, same two leads, but it's three different films. Yeah, this could, they could have figured it out earlier. Oops. Yeah. So, yeah, they should have just sent Kevin Klein off with a few martinis then. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Or, like you said, have him play the Kenneth Branagh role and bring Tommy Lee Jones in as the, the partner. Right. Although I think Kenneth Branagh was great in this. Oh yeah, that's definitely oh, he's so something. That... <laughs> <laughs> no, and again, at this point, he was. I guess this is where he started to get older, right? Because mm. before this, it was like, oh, he needs to be like the hero in your, the tragic hero in your Shakespeare. Yeah. And now it's like, no, he's a stupid villain. <laughs> a, a, you know, fantastically stupid villain. So yeah.
1999, ILM are doing this and The Phantom Menace. Okay. Their mechanical stuff holds up. Phantom yep. Menace's spaceships still look good, and the robots still look good. Spider and looks this good. This spider looks fucking good. Train looks good. I yeah. mean, I'm sure there's some ILM in the train. Although, I guess it's a lot of practical stuff in the train, too, but... Yeah. But, yeah, um, I don't actually think there were bad effects in this film. No. They were fucking dumb. Kenneth looks a little wonky sometimes, but, uh, then, yeah, well, even, but then his acting kind of makes up for it. Even you get into the, um, like, 2007, 2009, the Transformers look bad when they pick humans up. Mm. But I, I don't know if anything has done that well yet. Yeah. Maybe King Kong did it okay a few times, but yeah. Well, I mean, that's where, you know, having the same, a lot of the guys that worked on Men in Black, including the director, probably panned out. Because mm. Men in Black also, like, like you, like we said when we did that one, like, when it was cartoonish, it worked. Mm. Because it was, the movie was being cartoonish. And this, this does it, now while this movie doesn't do most things more subtly, it does that particular aspect more subtly. Yeah, they don't look... Like, it's ridiculous, but it still looks like it's built out of real moving parts. Mm. And it, the metal looks real on screen. Um, which, yeah, like you say, Men in Black, they were just... It might as well have been Space Jam, right? The superimposed <laughs> cartoons. So, yeah, that, this... Because, obviously, I remembered the giant robot spider. Um, but having not seen this film in 20 years, I was very impressed that, like, oh, it actually looks as good as I remember. So what exactly went wrong here? The pacing isn't the worst. It doesn't feel like a long movie. No. Um, we have, especially if you're into Kevin Klein, we have likable actors. Um, some people are. So I think the, the problem with this film is just that it's supposed to be a comedy, and it's just not very funny. So they needed to punch it up, is what you're saying. It needed either a better script, or it just needed leads who worked better together. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess that's the main thing. Like, you have two good actors that just don't gel. Mm-hmm. Like, um... I'm not going to throw Klein under a bus. I've seen him in movies. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, I trust that he can be good. He just... Yeah, I don't think he worked here. But you put, like... So I only... I know Will Smith a lot better, so I'm going to say put Smith with da-da-da. Maybe you put Klein with different actors, it works too. But, like, Smith and Goldblum, they weren't saying anything particularly interesting, but it's so fun watching those two together. <laughs> Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, the way Will Smith is just talking a million miles an hour and Tommy Lee Jones' face doesn't move. <laughs> Great stuff, right? But yeah, for some reason, these two didn't work. Mm. When the and I think the other thing is, they tried to make one of the big gags is like, oh, they both, they're both into um, Tama Hayek. Which one is she going to pick? They're being rivals about it. But the problem is, one of them looks like Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the other one looks like Kevin Klein. <laughs> well, we don't know what her peccadella is. <laughs> well, if her peccadella is men... She's gonna pick Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> probably and if it, like the or top ten most women, ones. then we'd have a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, do you know that would have been a funny gag? Would be if it turned out she was a lesbian and she'd been attracted to Calvin Klein, Kevin Klein in the costume. <laughs> <laughs> Not Will Smith in the costume, of course. Uh. But uh. Oh, a oh, big part of the marketing for this movie was those metal collars. That, that was in the trailer and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, guess. I remember seeing that a lot. Why? Because it seems... it looked kind of funny. Yeah, it's a big contraption. Yeah. Steampunk. Steampunk. See, I misremembered that the collar was on them because his head had already been decapitated and he was being kept alive. <laughs> but no, it's just it's a magnetic thing that the thing flies towards or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, when you don't have a head, you can't live. Mm. Mm, except in Futurama. Uh, 
Matthew, when you are a cowboy, you don't have a giant robot spider. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying it, that's real. If you're I'm a not that, cool cowboy. <laughs> I'm saying that might, I remembered it being what this film did. <laughs> so, I don't know if this is the thing. Um, no, this is Wild Wild West. All right, sorry. Um, so there was a, there's some producer who kept trying to get a giant robot spider into a film. Is this the film it finally was in? Yes. Because it was meant to be in, like... Um, this is. Yeah. It was I, meant I don't to be even... in Superman. It was meant to be in a bunch of different films. And he finally got it put into I this. can't even quite remember what producer it is, but yeah. yes, this is the film. Yeah, yeah, I, I do remember hearing that. Um, <laughs> or reading that or whatever, so... Yeah, because, like, Nicolas Cage's Superman was meant to end it by fighting a giant robot spider. And... I mean, he wasn't wrong. That is one of the better things Yeah, it's the, one thing that we've, it's the one thing that we've unequivocally said is dope in this film. <laughs> and let's say Wild Wild West seems like a good place for a giant mechanical spider. Go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, if it was in, like, the modern day, you could just imagine some tanks rolling up and destroying it pretty quick. Mm. But here, like... How do you beat a giant robot spider? <laughs> they spend a lot of time in Louisiana and Washington, D.C. for the Wild Wild West to be the name of the movie. Mm. Just, just thinking out loud there. Well, see, a lot of the best cowboy stuff doesn't actually spend much time in the Wild Wild West. <laughs> it's just a bunch of dirt and sand. Yep. I don't like sand. It's coarse. <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> um, spiders. Again, the train. Train's fantastic. Love the train. I guess I'm just not into trains. You live in Japan, how do you not... Well, you don't take the train to work. You don't have to think about trains all the time. I take it occasionally. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. I, I, I'd like to... Steampunk! This... I feel like this is Hollywood's first real attempt to really dive into steampunk. Hmm. It doesn't go... It doesn't, like, dive in head first, but yeah, definitely. I mean, this, this, this is listed on Wikipedia as a steampunk movie. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I guess it's just that you usually see steampunk associated more, like, Britain. This There's all Victorian dresses and mm. top hats and shit. I, I think cowboy steampunk is cooler anyway. Yeah. With cowboys on Cowboy cool. Bebop, is that what we're looking at? Well, that's a space thing. I know. I, I almost ordered it, but I didn't. The anime, not that yeah. live action one. Yeah, I've heard that's real bad. Okay. Then I'll make sure it's the anime when I do get it. I still have several TV shows in my queue. Mm -hmm. mm. But then I bought more guitars, so I'm going to wait longer for the TV shows. That's better, right? This is very interesting for the listeners. It is. You can, cowboy guitars, cowboy chords. You can do it. It's cool. Are you going to be like ZZ Top in Back to the Future 3? I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> if I can do the guitar twirl, maybe that's what this movie's missing, a guitar twirl. This would have come out just a few months after The Matrix. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting thought. <laughs> Especially with all the trans wrongness. <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe there's no surprise this film didn't seem cool when it came out after The Matrix had just released. It had bad karma. Yeah. <laughs> that could be part of the issue. <laughs> um, well, like, coolest, coolness has just been, like, completely redefined for, like, the geek audience. The, uh, Matrix, and here's Will Smith playing, like, a very 90s version of cool. Exactly. Like, even if The Matrix is not your new Star Wars, which in our universe it basically is, mm. but even if it's not, it's still a very defining line in, like, what's mm. geek cool. Yeah. And and they're hitting the wrong buttons in this movie. What, having... Pop, I want... Hmm, if this had come out instead of Enemy of the State a year before, how would that have rolled? Would it, would just pre-Matrix have helped? It would have helped a bit. I think I still think this film isn't actually very good. Okay, yeah, there are <laughs> some issues. Like, it's, it's, this is... Like I said, this we have these films where it's like, 
it was a flop, but we go back and it was actually good. Mm. I don't think this is one of them. <laughs> I think this is a poor movie. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what kind it of has porn? redeeming qualities. Did you say boring or porn? Poor. Poor. I heard porn. Okay. Yeah, this is a porn film for me. <laughs> I was jacking off all the way through. He likes mechanical spiders. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a, that was the fact that I got water in my ear that onsen. So, <laughs> or did you get spider in your LA eggs? No, that was a that was a fly that flew in my ear earlier. Yeah. Mm. I might have eggs now. I don't know. The fly laid eggs in the spider, which laid eggs in you. When that well, when that happened, I was about to say, "Gee, I just saw that like idea in a movie." And I was like, "Oh shit, that was a movie we we're about to talk about." So yep. <laughs> keep my mouth shut for now because you were probably referring to that too. Yeah, there's shit no one wants to hear. Newsflash, dingoes, we don't record this podcast for you. We do it for our own amusement. So how does this movie hold up? We already answered that. It was that? shit when it came out, and it's worse now. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have a... I agree, but I still have a weird term for it. Why? You like Klein more than me. You were That's big not into a... Will in the 90s. Okay, I was big and in, the, I think I was in the, the daughter Willie style. Hmm? Just like that you grew up around the... Surrounded by like the South Fork Rise shit, and here's something that mocks it. N- I can't, but I don't want to say, no, because that's like, oh, South Horizon Ruin, that's fine. That's not fine. No, but this was a film that made fun of it, right? Right, but... Maybe not in the best way, but it tried. This movie, for me, is hanging out in the Battlefield Battlefield, Battlefield Museum gift store. That's fine. Okay. I like, it's like, uh, well, give me something, what's a horrible place that you visit in England for education? Uh, we didn't go anywhere in England, but we went over to France to go to the World War One battlefields. Okay, the gift store. Oh, man, that seems more depressing somehow. Uh, we were all pretty excited when we all bought real authentic bullets that had been fired. Yeah, that's that's more of a bummer. Because the, the uh, well, no, I, I go to a lot of like samurai battlefields here. Okay, they're gift yeah, stores. It's far it's like, enough removed that it feels fun. It's like hang out in that gift store, and you and you were born in that part of yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah. So that's what this movie. That's where the, it does have a weird term. It's mm. honestly. It's not Kevin Klein. I agree. He's a bad foil in this movie. I was just like, he's pretty good in other movies. Is no, kind yeah. of what I'm getting at. He, and he's not bad here. It's not like he can't no, no, like do a shit job. It's just he doesn't work with Will Smith in this film. Right. And I think the kind of comedy he's trying to do was a little more like... He was trying to be a bit more wacky and childish than Will Smith was trying to be. And it didn't work together. Did this kill Barry Sonnenfeld's career? I feel like... I think he still did Men in Black 2. And maybe 3? Did he do three? I have no idea. I don't know. That's my point, though. He's not, he's not like a name director, I know. He was in the late 90s. Interesting. Like, Men in Black, and there's a few other... Uh, he did the Addams Family movies. Oh, like, okay. So he was someone who's... But was the, he like a... You saw the film because it had his name on it? Yes. Or was he just a guy they gave these... Yes, a big part of Men in Black and this was he directed them. He did do Men in Black 3. Okay. Well, yeah, it looks like there was a big fucking gap between... Men in Black 2, and then just like he did anything till Men in Black 3. Okay. That's weird. Maybe he did TV. I don't know. He but, did the film RV, starring Robin Williams. Yeah. He did that film where Kevin Spacey turns into a cat. Let's not talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a different cat film. I'm not sure. 
But um, yeah, my my whole point is he, he did Men in Black International. Really? I may probably not. He's probably like a producer credit okay. or something. <laughs> but like Google's not. Oh, he did a series of unfortunate events. Although I don't think the film version is very well regarded. Oh, not the TV one. He did Enchanted. That was pretty well. The liked. TV one was good. Yeah, for no, the film one. He did. I never saw the film one. He did Space Chimps. So yeah, he was just. He I guess after the Men in Blacks, he kept doing stuff which was like. Like, it was still things that people heard of, but he wasn't doing the big blockbusters Okay, because there was, there was a moment, probably around 1996, 97, where people actually, like, were excited about mm. a Barry Sonnenfeld field belt. See, I can't even get his name right anymore. That's that's how much it didn't take, right? Right. But he was actually considered... He, he was in the running for, like, a director you should keep your eye on for sure. Mm. And I guess dropped the ball, so... And this, this movie is probably mostly him dropping the ball. Yeah. Well, like I said at the start, I feel like this is probably the first thing Will Smith ever did that wasn't a mega success. Mm. He did Six Degrees of Separation, getting back to our Kevin Bacon there. Was that a TV thing? <laughs> no, it's a movie. Okay. Uh, it was because uh, Will Smith started off by doing a couple smaller movies. Right. Which was actually a pretty smart move. So. Yep, yep, yep. Because uh, he didn't do bad movies, he just did smaller movies. And then when he broke out, it was like, it's not just like he was the Fresh Prince and now you're, he's supposed to be a film star. It's like, well, he's been building up on that a little bit. Okay. So. Yeah. I get, yeah, I don't necessarily mean it's his first thing that wasn't a mega success. It's the first thing that didn't achieve its goals. Okay, I'll go with that. Like, he would basically just on a complete upward trajectory up to this point, right? Right. And to he, the point that people were talking about, like, we didn't make up the term millennium. <laughs> That's what everyone was calling it in like, my late 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, people were very excited about him. I, I heard that, um, like, I, I, you know, my girlfriend played that in the car, like, more than I wanted her to, so. I remember seeing, like, a Time magazine cover. And it's like Will Smith, and it's like the millennium. Will he be president? <laughs> like, <laughs> and who knows? Maybe he still will. But yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's probably more likely now because people have stronger thoughts now, right? You need strong thoughts if you want people to vote for you. Yeah, I want a president who I know will go over and slap Putin in the face. Yeah, that's a selling point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Biden wouldn't slap shit. <laughs> Well, he, I, can he, is it like Bob Dole where he can't raise his arms anymore? Yeah, probably. Actually, I, that might be the case. I just just this morning, Japan Today, they had a picture of uh, the G7 in Germany, and, and Macron was all like, I'm buddies with these people. And Putin, uh, not Putin, he's not there. Uh, Biden is just like, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, 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 excuse me. It was Trudeau who is, who is going full bro. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. No, the only thing Biden does is like, put tweets out like well someone should fix this and it's Who's like my the man president? you're the president yeah <laughs> <laughs> president can't fix shit anyway we know that now what he needs to do is drone strike the entire supreme court and replace them <laughs> the president only has the power to do like bad shit really it yeah, doesn't seem like they could affect that positive change i bet he could drone strike the supreme court if he wanted to <laughs> yeah sure why not i mean who's gonna convict him then <laughs> um yeah, this podcast. Do we do we talk about that at this point? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can find it on Twitter at MLSFSPod if I haven't been banned from Twitter already. <laughs> We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you rate and review, like and subscribe, tell your friends, blah, blah, blah. If you want to help support the podcast, keep it online. Go to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. Currently, if you include uploading costs and the Zoom that we pay for, we are making all of these podcasts at a loss. So we could just fucking stop, you know. Losing money. Yeah. So, like, if you want us to keep making these, then you should give us some money. Because otherwise, one of these days, like, one of our significant others is just going to tell us to stop throwing money at this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, you finished there. Okay. Where, where should we go to support Supreme Court decisions? Don't. Oh, I thought you were going to say to hell. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't mind read well enough. Mm. Oh, maybe I didn't. <laughs> I never knew that you quit thinking of me 